Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Well, COVID and um, vaccination passports are a reality, certainly in the province of Quebec. That started on the 1st of September. And the question is, and it's coming in Ontario and uh, Manitoba and British Columbia, Alberta's not quite sure where Alberta is on this. Other provinces will follow, and the federal government has already said, under Mr. Trudeau, that that's where they're headed. So question is, is, um, is the move toward vaccination passports, could it be construed or defined under law as a violation of civil rights, as some are claiming? We'll start with the Montreal or the Quebec example. Julius Gray is a civil rights lawyer, one of the uh, most prominent in uh, in Quebec and in this country. He joins us on the Roy Green Show. Julius, thank you very much uh, for, for the time. Yeah, Let me start right at the beginning. Is Are these passports in any way, shape, or form any violation of civil rights? Well, the passport itself is not. You can give somebody a certificate, high school leaving certificate, and, and all sorts of things. So just giving somebody a, um, an electronic passport is not a violation. The question is whether the re- uh, refusal of access to various places, work, school, etc., constitutes a violation. And I'm rather with Jack Jadwab's second group. I think it is a violation. It clearly is a uh, violation of life, liberty, security of the person. But I also think the Charter contains its own um, clause of limitation. And I think in these conditions, uh, the courts, if I were betting, the courts would save the uh, provisions, subject to certain obvious limits. If somebody cannot be vaccinated because of health reasons, I think one would have to provide them with an alternative. Uh, if uh, um, if they tried to apply it to, to such extreme things as going to emergency, I think that would not succeed because everybody has to have access to emergency. But merely not giving people access to restaurants or so on would probably be viewed as justified, both in the court of public opinion, which is, of course, what matters very much in our uh, type of society. Remember, the leaders of the political parties all say the same things because they all listen to the same polls. Um, And uh, both in the, the, the court of public opinion and probably in the courts, subject to any particular case, that might lead to uh, an exception. I mean, one of the, obvi- the one of the few cases where people have won against the restrictions was when Quebec put in its curfew and the homeless won because there was nothing else for them to do. But only things like that. Are you expecting a legal challenge, or has one already been issued? I think there was one today which was uh, refused by a court yesterday. I don't know anything about it. I don't know where it seems to be to have been outside Montreal. I suspect there will be a challenge. Uh, there's all sorts of uh, restrictions to challenge. It's expensive. It takes a few months. It may take longer than the rest of the pandemic, although now you know, one's beginning to wonder how long it'll last. Uh, but I think there will be a challenge, and my bet would be that it will not succeed, unless it's one of those very special cases which require a particular answer. So there's a charter override available to the courts, and they would then exercise that, yes? In every, every charter right is subject to such reasonable limitations as are necessary in a free and democratic society. I suspect the people who don't want to have their, their access limited would come up with alternatives, saying, you know, there are three tests. Is it a laudable purpose? Of course it is. Uh, is there a connection between what the government's doing and controlling the epidemic? Yes, of course there is. The third one. 
is it the minimum that can be done? I can see somebody going to court and saying, I'm willing to be tested once a week. I'm going to wear a mask all the time. Uh, I'm going to keep my distance. Is it still necessary? Um, but except for those people, I think, who have a very particular, say, health argument in favor, uh, I think the courts would say uh, this is the type of case for which the limitation clause was intended. Okay, so as of two, the 1st of September, so in effect today, if I were in Montreal and wanted to go out and function in Quebec society, as I always have, would that uh, vaccine passport be necessary? Would I, would I have to be, have that with me, uh, digitally or otherwise? Well, different things happen at different times and there's certain dates. But I, was, I went out uh, with my wife and a friend two, two nights ago, it was before it came into effect, and they asked us for it to go to a restaurant. So, yes, I think you'd find yourself in, in, in all sorts of difficult situations if you weren't able to uh, um, uh, display it. Okay, now, does this then, and, and I know you've, just, you've touched on this or you've spoken to this, but I want to come back to it. Does this push the unvaccinated Quebecers to the sidelines, and does it coerce people to become vaccinated? Well, it certainly uh, constitutes a very strong incentive. Uh, I mean, one of my, uh, somebody who works for me decided to get vaccinated, even if she hadn't now because she likes to go to bars. and She doesn't want to be uh, kept out of bars. Uh, so uh, I think... Uh, it, it creates an incentive, but I'm not sure that that in itself is uh, illegal. Um, well, let me give you an example. There was a case which upheld an Alberta statute which required a photo on a driver's license, and a very devout Muslim woman said, I can't show my face. And uh, the Supreme Court held that notwithstanding that, the security considerations are sufficient. And I suppose that would have been an incentive to get photographed. I think she could have obtained some small accommodation, for instance, make sure that the photographer is a woman or some such thing. But uh, in the end, yes, it does create an incentive. Uh, but, uh, in, you know, in a, a courts don't function in a vacuum. And in a society in which the vast majority of people are scared of the virus and they want it, I think uh, relief would be limited as I said, to very particular and very circumscribed cases where there was no other way. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.